Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your host, Corey Pennypacker, and this is episode 29. Well, we're just starting the month of February. Can you believe it? And I have a question to ask you. What does Thanksgiving have to do with Valentine's Day? I'm talking with a wonderful, experienced Bible teacher, Leslie McCarthy, who's going to answer that question for us today. Leslie also is one of our beloved Bible to School teachers who teaches the Bible to third graders attending public school during their school day for one hour a week over their lunch and their recess. And it's legal. At Bible to School, we love equipping moms like Leslie how to bring the Bible to their local public school anywhere in the United States. Leslie has some great tips and simple ways to teach the Bible at home. So keep listening to find out what does Thanksgiving have to do with Valentine's Day? You will want to access today's show notes for the resources that Leslie and I discuss. And don't worry, you can find them easily on our website at BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. And have you gotten a chance to check out this month's blog article? We have some great tips that you're going to find helpful. Be sure to check that out and make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and the blog so you aren't missing out. Now, let's join our conversation with Leslie McCarthy. Well, Leslie, welcome to You Can Tell the Children podcast. We're so excited to have you with us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Honored to be here. Well, we're starting the month of February, so love is in the air with Valentine's Day coming up where everyone's thinking about love and cards oh about love. And I'm hoping my husband hears this and he remembers oh. to get a card. Oh, he better. He better. <laughs> but appreciating someone that you love really starts with thankfulness. And I wanted to talk to you today, Leslie, because you teach in our Bible to school classes and yes. you teach about thankfulness and, and God and focusing kids on God, even through secular holidays and things. So yes. first of all, before we dive into that, why don't we you tell us about your family, how many kids you have, you know, where you're from? Sure, sure. I am originally from Virginia. My husband and I, we've been married for 20 and a half years now, which just seems like oh, wow. maybe just a few months. I mean, but um, <laughs> together we... He'll remember the Valentine's Day card, right? Oh, I certainly hope so. I mean, after 20 <laughs> years, you know, it does get a little monotonous <laughs> after a while, but you better, you better remember that. So, but we have, we have three kids. I have kind of a little spread between my three kids. My oldest is 15 and uh, she's a sophomore in high school. And then I have a 10-year-old boy who's in fourth grade and then a six-year-old little girl who's in kindergarten. So I, I like to refer to myself as being in three different parenting stages simultaneously right now. So, you know, wow. elementary, I've got one who's about to go in middle school and then one in high school and he'll be soon before I know it, like headed off to college. <laughs> so we mm. have our three kids and two of them, actually, my oldest sophomore in high school went through Bible to school. So she was in Bible to school with second 
third and fourth grade, which is actually how I, I first found out about it. I first heard about it because one of the kids that was in Bible school gave her an invitation and invited her to come and she joined awesome. it, loved mm. it. And then mm. after that, I was like, well, I want my son to do this when he's, you know, at the age where he can jump in and do it. And so he's right now, he's in fourth grade. So he's in the fourth grade program at Bible school and has loved it. And I'm looking forward to my youngest being part of Bible school someday. But we, uh, we currently live in Mannheim, Pennsylvania, which is a small town outside of Lancaster in Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania, and um, a lot of Amish, and we love it. It's beautiful country. It's quiet. It's mm. quaint, but it's kind of my seat, so <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you yeah. laid-back Southern girl, huh? <laughs> oh, yes, and you know what's funny is moving here, I thought it was going to be so different because you moved from, you know, we moved here from North Carolina nine years ago. And moving here, I thought it was going to be completely different because we have this perception of PA as being this, you know, this steel country up here where there's lots of factories. And and when we moved mm-hmm. here, I'm like, well, this just feels like North Carolina all over again, <laughs> you know, maybe with a few more Amish people. But other than yeah. that, you know, pretty much the same. <laughs> yes, people are, yeah, people are the same everywhere. And yeah, it's a, it's wonderful. Home, home is where you make home. So I will say we get a little bit more snow up here than we do in North Carolina. So. Just a tad. Yes, just a just tad. A tad. But now you have a favorite Bible school lesson. I saw you teaching already and kids yes. are so engaged. You're a very good teacher. And Thank but, you. but it's not the Valentine's Day lesson. It's our Thanksgiving lesson, which we're highlighting God's thankfulness. And I thought that was interesting that you wanted to talk about that today. I know that we're looking at those cards in the card shop and we're saying, it's it's why, why do we love you? Let me count the ways, you know, and what are we thankful? Right. What are we thankful about from, for people that what they do and how they love us and God is the same way. So, you know, why is this your favorite Bible lesson, Leslie? And why does this grab you so much? Well, first off, let me say, this is actually my first year teaching in Bible to school. So this is my first year as a volunteer. When my youngest went to kindergarten, I was just kind of praying, God, what do you want me to do with my time now? And he laid Bible to school on my heart. So I jumped in this year with third grade and I haven't been through the whole curriculum yet because it's my first year. So thus far, the Thanksgiving lesson is my favorite. And maybe once I get to Valentine's, I'll be like, oh, I really like this lesson too. This one's really good too. But <laughs> but I just, I love the lesson on thankfulness and gratitude. I mean, I just feel like everything, I mean, and you know that you've been around long enough to know that everything grows from the soil of gratitude. And that includes love, that includes hope, that includes a right perspective on an outlook on life. Like if we can just start with a grateful heart, then everything else just kind of falls in line. Because I mean, we live in a culture that is really just like an entitled culture. So when you start to operate through the lens of, let me, let me look at what I have and be grateful for what I have, it really changes everything. And so I do think it feeds into valentine like you said like it just love grows out of that it's impossible not to grow out of gratitude and you know when it comes to love especially like you know if you're married or even with your kids there's a tendency to like okay i'm going to focus on what irks me or what is frustrating me but when you (laughs) when you stop 
and you start to focus on what you're grateful for, those things become small and the things that you really love about them become big and you're able to see that. It's like a magnifying glass. Yeah, absolutely. And it does. It magnifies everything in in a way that is just beautiful. So when when we Mm. got to this lesson, at Thanksgiving, it was my turn to teach. I, I, I take turns with some of the other leaders and I got to teach this one. And I just, because it is such a big deal in our house, like to focus on gratitude. I mean, I, I do this with my kids all the time. Whenever they start complaining, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You're whining way too much. Okay. Let's just five things really fast that you're grateful for. And oh, it is amazing. Good. It's amazing how fast it just makes them stop and go, oh, I shouldn't be complaining right now. Because I have this, this, and this to be grateful for. And it, it really, it's like a heart check. It's an oh. attitude check. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. And when we, when we got to this lesson, I was like, oh, I'm so glad I get to teach this one because it is one of my favorite things to do. And, and I, I actually went in and something that I showed the boys and girls is every year my family does, we draw this big turkey and we hang it on our refrigerator and we've, we've named the turkey the gratitude turkey. So mixing gratitude with turkey <laughs> here at Thanksgiving. You know, we call it the gratitude turkey and we draw these five big feathers on the back of the turkey. And every family member of ours, we take, we each take a feather and we fill it up with what things that we're grateful for. And so it's just a fun way to kind of start getting your mind in. That is awesome. And it's visual. It's, it's right up it there, is. you know? It is. And my kids love it. They look forward to it every year. You would think that they, but they, they literally, they will go to every, every minute thing that they are thankful for when it comes down to sunsets and sunrises or Mm. hot chocolate or family, Jesus, you know, so they'll, they'll really start thinking about all these things. Right. So far to date, that's one of my favorite lessons. But then again, there's, there's others in there too, that have been a joy to teach and see kids light bulbs going off when you're like connecting with them. So, Oh yeah, I do enjoy that. And when you're focusing kids on God, whether in your, like, so we're talking to moms, dads, grandparents, Sunday school teachers, aunts and uncles that, you know, they have kids around them and they have such influence on these kids, Leslie. And just hearing that your tiny little thing, hey, let's figure out five things, just that one little thing of give me five things that you're thankful for right in the moment of somebody complaining is just wonderful. I mean, that that's a beautiful gratitude yeah. check. And I tell you, I, I was thinking about this lesson and, and how we have a think about it question in it. And yep. it, it's like, how can you show thanks for what God has given to you? Yep. And what, what do you see on that lesson? How does less, this lesson answer that question? Oh my goodness. Well, I first it, it actually pulls from the passage in John, John chapter six, where Jesus feeds the five thousand. You know, Jesus is, had been going around teaching and, and he he goes out to the wilderness to find some time alone, but get ends up getting followed by this huge crowd who just sticks with him all day and and I love how it points out, like normally when we teach about Jesus feeding the 5,000, it's, it's from a different perspective. It's from like, you know, Jesus, God can meet your needs. Mm-hmm. You can think you, you don't have to worry about anything. You can trust God. And it's from kind of that perspective. But when I read this lesson and I saw that it was coming at Jesus feeding the 5,000 from an angle of gratitude. It really intrigued me because I never put together that Jesus 
after he was, he asked the 12 disciples, you know, these people are hungry. You need to feed them. And the 12 disciples are basically, they look at Jesus and they're like, what? Right. what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? Why? How? <laughs> are you kidding right now? Like, what, mm-hmm. what are you expecting us to do? And so they find, you know, five loaves of bread and two fish. And it points out in this lesson that when they brought these five loaves of bread and two fish to Jesus, that he actually, at that point, said, thanks to God for those five loaves of bread and two fish before the miracle ever happened, before anything Mm -hmm. had ever like changed about the amount of fish or the, the amount of bread, they just brought him what they had. And so Mm. that's what God wants us to do is God Mm. gives us these gifts and gratitude actually is God's blessing to us. Like we think, okay, we're, we're being thankful to God. Mm-hmm. for things, you know, but it's really gratitude is God's gift to us because what happens when we are grateful is that it opens us up to be able to see everything else that God has given us. And so mm. Jesus, Jesus in this moment, he gives thanks for five loaves of bread and two fish, and he's about to feed 5,000 plus people out there. And so you just kind of think the disciples <laughs> Like if I'm a disciple and I'm standing there and I'm watching Jesus in this moment, it's kind of like, I-, I can't believe this is happening. Like what, what is he thanking God for, for this isn't going to work. And then <laughs> God does what God does best. And he takes what seems impossible and he turns it into the possible. And I love that part of the lesson where it says we can thank God for what we have been given with exactly what we have. And mm. then God unleashes the power of gratitude and amazing things happen. And so mm. that's what I loved about this lesson. It just, even using that story for the first time, just realizing, oh my goodness, that's a great perspective. So whoever yes. wrote that lesson, well done. <laughs> <laughs> we have great, a great team here at Bible to School. We all, we all work together. But I, I tell you what, I heard a God story this week that I I wanted to share with you. One of the things that I'm very thankful for and just feel God's love uh, is that I can trust him and yeah. that he's, he's so trustworthy. And uh, so that that's something that really hit, hits you, especially when things are going on in your lives and your, your families and things like that. And uh, I know children feel that way too. They're always looking for the safety to trust God. And so we had a lesson on Abraham about trust. And it, they took a penny and they pretty much the large, large group lesson was that, you know, the, the penny says in God, we trust so all the kids got a penny. Mm-hmm. And one child, the teacher told her that. And the one child said, well, I'm going to put this penny in my pocket. The teacher said, you know, to remind her that she's going to, to trust. And so she, she just took it home. She had it in her pocket and she, you know, I was just thinking this guy can trust God. And I, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. I can trust him. And then the mom heard about it and she's like, well, you know, what? I think I'm going to do that too. So she grabbed a penny and she put it in her pocket. And, you know, anytime she, she needed to think about God, she took a hold of this penny. And, and then she was at church. The mom was at church and went to, and this, there was an older lady that she was friends with. And, and the older lady was kind of nervous because she had, was going to be teaching Sunday school and children's church in their church. And she hadn't done it for a while. And so she ended up putting a penny in her pocket and saying, I want to do this too. And, and so th- there was just this reminder of how God provides and you can trust him and, and it shows his love that way. And then the older lady had told the children's ministry director at the church and the children's ministry director just ha- was kind of like, I recognize this lesson. 
I actually, we actually taught that lesson. So the child heard it from the children's ministry director. So it all came full circle, this penny. Everybody had pennies in their pocket and God we trust. And I just thought only God, you know, only God would do a a story like that and and be involved in that and reminding us that that he is there and he is in control and we can trust him. So I'm so thankful for that. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. Who is God? I've never heard of him. At Bible to School, we love introducing children to God. We explain who God is, our creator who gave us life, our families, and all the world to live in. He is our father who loves us always, and our savior who rescued us from sin so we can be in heaven with him someday. At this news, children usually react first with amazement and wonder, and then with gratitude. For children and adults, expressing gratitude in prayers and worship is a way of living out their faith. So pray a prayer along with your child, sing a favorite praise song, and thank God for who he is. What kind of things did you see in this lesson, Leslie? What what kind of responses did you get from the children? What can we expect as we talk to kids about thankfulness? Well, I would say we started out like teaching this lesson, or I started out teaching this lesson at the very beginning by asking them, you know, what are the things that you're grateful for? And of course, Mm -hmm. Kids have a tendency, and and it's fine. They have a tendency to start out with things that like they think are like fun, like oh, I'm thankful for video games, or I'm thankful for candy, or you know things Mm -hmm. like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you can certainly be Mm -hmm. grateful for that and thankful for that. Mm -hmm. But as we talked about this lesson, it's almost like the wheels started turning in their head when you started talking like about what Jesus was doing for these people and how they Mm -hmm. had a need, and Jesus was meeting their need by feeding them and performing this miracle. And so by the end of the lesson, then we had them go to their small groups at their table and write down things that they were thankful for. And in that moment, the things started turning from, you know, kind of superficial things to really more heart things. Like I'm really grateful Mm. for my family, for my siblings. And like, and I know for my own kids, Mm. it's actually kind of hard sometimes to say, I'm thankful for my sister or I'm thankful for my brother. (laughs) (laughs) They they sometimes would rather chew broken glass maybe, (laughs) but um, but no, they, uh, they started really just thinking about things more deeply. And, and these things kind of came from their heart. Like even just talking about, I'm, I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for mm-hmm. my teachers at school I'm, and for friendships and for mm-hmm. just moments that I get to spend with my, my dad or, you know, with my mom. So you just, you, you see them start to think more deeply about things that they have to be grateful for, because we all have, Mm. whether big or small everybody has Mm -hmm. something to be grateful for and so when Mm. we begin to focus on what we have rather than what other people have that we don't have that's when things change so I um, love that yeah I I do love this lesson (laughs) (laughs) well like I said it it tie it totally ties into the whole subject of love God's love you know that we are so grateful for his love you know, like the, the Valentine's Day card, well, what are the ways we're thankful? Well, we're grateful and thankful for his love because he does this, 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 and this, you know, he gives us our home. So all those things you had the kids write down could have been a Valentine to God. Totally. Oh, it could and have been. Yeah. It was, so we we're actually writing that when we're, when we're grateful. So this is quite the lesson. It's simple things and simple things you do with children just to tease out the, 
questions that that get them good to go deeper. Give them a little right. time, give them a little space, right? Right. To do that. It's surprising too, because you think, oh, third graders, you know, they're not going to mm-hmm. go real deep. And then a lot of times when you are working with that age group, are they even listening? Are they paying attention? <laughs> and then yes. they'll just, they'll pull something out and they'll repeat something to you and it'll just surprise you because you go, oh, yeah. they did pick up on this. They were listening more than yeah. what I gave them credit for. So it's amazing to watch. So Leslie, in a couple minutes left, we have here. What would be your advice to our listeners about teaching the Bible? You're, you're doing it the first year here and, you know, you're, you're saying it's, it's, it's not that hard. You know, what would you say just about teaching the Bible? Is it intimidating? It's, what advice could you give to our listeners? Oh, sure. It can definitely be intimidating. I mean, it's intimidating sometimes for me and I've been a Christian for decades. And I mean, the Bible is a big book. It can be overwhelming mm-hmm. to go through mm-hmm. the Bible and, and especially where to start. I mean, you have 66 books. You've got Old Testament, mm-hmm. New Testament. You have mm-hmm. different kinds of books. You've got Old Testament history. You've got poetry. You've got New Testament, the Gospels. Mm-hmm. The, you know, so there's lots of things that you can do. But I would just encourage parents. Like I've found over the years that there's a lot. And this is something that I'm extremely grateful for is that there's a lot of resources out there to help parents with kids Mm -hmm. learn the Bible. And just a couple of resources that I have, my husband and I have tapped into over the years, there's a book called the Storybook Bible, which is a great place to start, especially with preschoolers and elementary age kids. We go through that book once a year and it's like it's Mm. divided up into stories, but the way that the Storybook Bible writes the story of God in the book. Mm-hmm. Actually, it, it ties the whole Bible together and it just points to Jesus, 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 the whole way great. through. And so I mm-hmm. think that is a great place to start. And it takes the intimidation factor mm-hmm. out of the equation of like, right. okay, how do I start teaching my four-year-old, my three-year-old, my four-year-old about Moses mm-hmm. or David or even mm-hmm. the 12 disciples? So that's a great place to start. And I mentioned I have a 10-year-old son who is, he's very much into, you know, the um, the comic books. Well, they're, they're not comic mm-hmm. books, but they're books that are, I think they're called graphic novels. But so they're written like a comic book. Well, mm-hmm. there is, there's a Bible that is called the Action Bible. And mm-hmm. it is written like a graphic novel, kind of like a comic book would be written. But it has some, like, again, the way that it writes the story is just, Mm -hmm. it just, it hit my son right where he was. And we went through it together. We started all the way back. I mean, it's like 750 pages and we started and it took us a year and we did a story a day and we went through that together. And after we went through it together, he now gets up in the morning and he loved it so much. He reads one story a morning. And so he just, he starts out with that, but it took for him looking at my Bible, the, the adult version, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, mm-hmm. there's too many, there's too many words in here, mom. I'll never, <laughs> I'll never get through this. Yes. So the, the action Bible broke it down for him and him being a visual, the visual kid that he is, it, you know, added the, the pictures to back up what it was saying. And so for him, it really drew him in and he's still doing it on his own. And so mm. I would say to parents, that'd be my advice. It's like, you know, go, go to your 
Bible bookstore or either look on Amazon, you know, and those are two great things, the storybook Bible, the action Bible, mm-hmm. and there's others out there. Right. And you went through it with them. I love that. I, that, that I did. You went through I it did. with them first. So yes. great, great advice, Leslie. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is, sure. This is great kind of tapping into your into your brain here about how to teach kids about uh, the Bible and the, the Thanksgiving lesson that really is a Valentine's Day lesson as well. Yeah. So yep. thank you so much for sharing with us oh, today. Yeah. Would you mind closing us in prayer? Absolutely. I'd love to. Father, we have so much to be grateful for. I just pray that for all those listening today, God, that you would just open our eyes to the small things and the big things around us. Help us to turn our focus on to what we've been given, the things that you have equipped us with and supplied us with, God, that we can use to build your kingdom. God, I think about children and I've learned that, you know, 80% of people come to know you before the age of 18 and how important it is mm. we, we, we begin to teach our, our children when they're little your, your ways and about your character and your nature, God, so that we can build that foundation in them. And so I just, I pray God that you would, that you would help guide us and how to do that, how to simplify words and how to teach Bible verses, God. And I just pray that for parents out there who, who might be nervous or intimidated on how to do this, God, that you would just fill them with your spirit and just show them, God, just how to simplify things and God, what books to use and what things to help them. God, thank you that you have made resources available to us. God, you are the giver of life. And for that, we are so grateful. We have so much to be grateful for. And we thank you for your death and resurrection on the cross. Without, without that, none of this would be possible, God. So we love you. We just ask all these things today in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Leslie. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Wow. I love Leslie's heart for sharing biblical truth with children. I love how she linked Valentine's Day and Thanksgiving together, highlighting how God's love and our gratitude for the many ways He shows love to us go hand in hand. This is an important but simple message for children. So if you hear children or teenagers in your life whining this week, give them the gratitude challenge like Leslie and focus on God's love. That's what we like to do here at You Can Tell the Children podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss an episode. Our show notes and links to the things we talk about on every episode are on our website at bibletoschool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. Be sure to check them out. Now, friends, have a great week. And remember, you can tell the children about the good news of God's love.